For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Topic Thunder. Uh, my name is Dylan. I'm your host at Thunder Chats tonight. And today the Oklahoma City Thunder play the Washington Wizards, um, which many labeled a trap game, but we were able to walk out victorious 134 to 111. Um, there's a lot to take away from this game. Washington Wizards, they're one and seven, or they were one and six coming in this game, they're now one and seven. We were three and four. Now we are four and four. We're to 500. That was the objective by the end of this week to be back to 500 um, and back on the right track in terms of making some noise in the Western Conference. And we did just that. And might I say, we looked dang good doing it. But before I get ahead of myself, let's go ahead and hook up the TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need a TiVo. All right, so. In the first half, um, it, it was kind of a back-and-forth affair, honestly. Uh, the Wizards came out, and they hit, I want to say they hit, like, nine straight shots. And more specifically, Dwight Howard was making a lot of noise. He was having his way in the post. Um, he had uh, 19 points at halftime. He only missed one shot. Uh, it was 5-6 from the free-throw line. And he was just scoring a variety of ways. He was injecting life into that uh, Wizards team. And it really showed because they were making their shots. But the Thunder, to their credit, was also making shots. And they were actually paced by none other than Jeremy Grant. He was actually tied with Steven Adams and Russell Westbrook for, for the lead at halftime with 15 points. Each of these guys were a plus 17. But, man, Jeremy Grant was on another level tonight. At halftime, he was 6-6 with 2-2 from the three-point line, 1-1 from the free-throw line. Um, also, not to be snubbed, Terrence Ferguson. He had he he had six points going into halftime, 2-2 two two shooting. Both of them were threes, knocking them down confidently. And he also had a beautiful assist to Steven Adams earlier in the game. So, Ferg was really showing out tonight. I was really impressed with what he was doing. He looked as confident as he's looked all season. He still played great defense as he's been doing the past couple games. And he was able to shoot the ball confidently. So that was a very encouraging sign for the Thunder faithful. Now, Paul George, he was he was kind of struggling out the gates. He missed his first three shots, I believe. But um, in the second quarter, he actually really caught fire. He hit three threes in a row ending up with three or four from deep on three to seven shooting nine points going into halftime with also six assists four rebounds two steals so stuff in the stat sheet a little bit for paul george who i so fondly 
have started calling him Deadfoot because, you know, um, it came out yesterday that Paul George has had some nerve damage on his feet and he can't really feel one of his foots, right? One of his foots. Wow. Can't really feel one of his feet right now. Um, it's just really numb all the time, so he referred to it as Deadfoot, so I'm going to call him Deadfoot until his foot is alive again. So, Paul George, you are now Deadfoot. Um, and then, of course, Russell Westbrook. Like I said, he had 15 points going at halftime. He had nine assists, four steals, only one turnover, only had one rebound, and he finished the game with three rebounds. So, um, I mentioned this in the weekly, and I might have worded it wrong, but my take was I think the days of Russell Westbrook, quote-unquote, being a stat patter are over. Because if you look at his stats, you know, he's getting his points, and he's up there, you know, he's averaging about 8.2 assists per game right now, and his rebounds are up there in the 7 to 8 range as well, but you have nights like tonight where you have three rebounds, he's clearly not chasing the ball um, as far as uh, rebounding goes. I mean, if you want evidence, then just go look at the at the score. Compare the team stats. Oklahoma City had 38 rebounds total. Uh, we out-rebounded the Wizards by 8. And Russell Westbrook only had 3 of them. That means there was 35 other rebounds that Russell Westbrook could have potentially gotten that he let, the, that he let his teammates get. Now, <laughs> let, let me say this before you guys think I'm crazy. I know Russell Westbrook wasn't going to grab 35 rebounds in the game. But my point is, he's not trying to quote-unquote steal rebounds as Carmelo so fondly labeled it um I think that um for lack of a better term he's turned his focus um you know he's turned his focus on something else and that's not saying that you know the rebounding is bad and it's harmful to his game harmful for the team like so many Westbrook haters want to say uh, I think he's turned his attention to really doing more work off ball and he's willing to do that because he's established a trust with Dennis Schroeder. He's established a trust with Paul George, and the guy, these guys who can make plays with the balls in their with the ball in their hands. And I mean that's evidenced. If you look at the game, Westbrook had 12 assists, and then right behind him was Paul George with seven, Dennis Schroeder with five. And let me tell you, if Russell Westbrook had the ball in his hands as much as he's had um, the past two seasons since Kevin Durant left. Those guys would not have a combined 12 assists. They would not be matching Russell Westbrook with assists. Russell Westbrook would probably have like 20 assists, but he's trying to do some more things off the ball, um, make him a more effective, more dangerous weapon, and make the team more dangerous in turn. So I, I really commend him for that. <clears throat> but like I said, you know, the Wizards really started out hot, and it was back and forth for a long time, and I talked a lot about what our guys had at halftime. But the halftime score was not close. Like I said, Paul George caught fire there at the end of the half, um, and he wasn't there when one Patterson hit a three, uh, Schroeder hit a three, Westbrook was getting into lane at will, Adams was hitting almost all his shots right at the rim. He only missed one shot on the night. He shot six to seven, and the Thunder actually went into halftime seventy nine up seventy nine to fifty. Oh, 29 points on the Washington Wizards. So when I say Dwight Howard injects a little bit of energy in the Wizards, I say that very tamely because he injected energy into him for about two and a half, maybe three minutes, if I'm being generous. Um, and then, you know, Thunder fans kind of collectively held their breath because we've seen this before. We've seen us go into halftime with these huge leads. 
and we've seen us just twiddle our thumbs and dwindle the weed away before we're fighting back. We're trying to come back for the victory. Um, and I, I'm encouraged to say that that wasn't an issue. You know, as I said, we went into the third quarter up 79-50, and we escaped, or we went into fourth quarter up 110-85. to So the Wizards scored 35 points, but the Thunder scored... Uh, 31 points so the Wizards did outscore us but we you know we was able to put points up there and not get overwhelmed by their quote-unquote scoring broad who's able to hang right there with them and actually the opening score of uh, the second half was a Terrence Ferguson three um, when you saw Ferguson hit that shot it, you know it was really encouraging uh, he actually finished this game I misspoke earlier he finished this game three of five all the shots from deep but Hey, if Ferguson can shoot three or five every game, we'll take that every time. Because the guy's playing great defense on the floor, and if he can shoot his shot and hit his shot, I don't, I don't even really care if he hits his shot. Like, obviously, when we want the ball to go in, but if he's shooting that shot um, and making the defense guard him, then, you know, I, I'm fine with his production. And I, I think uh, we definitely need to see more out of, or more of that out of him. Um, in the future I do want to touch a little bit on the bench you know Alex Brand is coming off his career high 25 points he uh, he comes back and scores just 8 points on 3 of 8 shooting 2 of 7 from deep he wasn't feeling it like he was the game before but if you look at the plus minus he actually led the team with a plus 27 the guy's still playing great defense he's still making plays um, he wasn't really able to finish at the rim like he was last night, but he was still getting to the rim. I'm not going to say at will because it's Alex Abrinas, but he was getting to the rim effectively and often. And, um, yeah, he, he did he did a really great job. His shots just weren't falling. He was shooting good shots. They just weren't going in. Um, and I also want to mention Dennis Schroeder. You know, I mentioned last night he had a great game with 21 points. Followed that up with 16 points off the five assists I talked about, six rebounds, two steals, and he shot six of 11, but what was most important was the other two categories. Shot two of two from the free throw line. So that was the first game since Shooter's Man Thunder uniform. He hasn't missed a free throw. And he also shot two of three from deep. And, you know, we, we talked about Shooter shooting a lot more confidently. Um, he's believing that ball is going to go in when he shoots it. He's not really overthinking it. He's just shooting the ball. He trusts his shot, and his teammates trust him. Russell Westbrook trusts Dennis Schroeder to make that shot, and he's starting to make it. He's starting to make it uh, pretty consistently. Um, you know, I mentioned he didn't quite hit 50% last night um, from the floor, but tonight he shot 6 of 11, so he actually eclipsed 50%. So um, encouraging sign to see from Schroeder. Uh, Patrick Patterson, he came in, he hit two threes, he had eight points, he was plus 19, playing some solid defense, rebounding the basketball, and he, you know, just like most of the team, all of his shots were off pretty good looks. They just, you know, they just weren't falling. And then Nermos Noel, man, he had nine points, seven rebounds, a steal, and a block in 17 minutes of action. Um, Nermos Noel was just, you know, in there around the rim, providing that energy, and really trying to put pressure on Washington's bigs. Um, and by Washington's bigs, I mean Dwight Howard and Yamahemi because they literally don't have any other bigs. Um, Hamadou Diallo played 19 minutes in this. He had seven points off of four rebounds. And, you know, Hamadou Diallo did what Hamadou Diallo does, man. He came in, provided crazy energy, 
and just made things happen. You know, he doesn't wait for things to happen. I've said this over and over again. Hami doesn't wait for things to happen. He makes them happen. And that's what he did in scoring these seven points. He shot three or four from the free throw line. So that's encouraging to see as a rookie that he has that poise at the stripe. Um, I forgot to mention Noel shot five or six from the free throw line, which was very encouraging for our big man. Um, honestly, overall, the Thunder shot really well from the free throw line. Our season high, 80.8%. Um, no player missed more than one free throw. Uh, Dennis Schroeder and Paul George being the only one that made all their free throw attempts. I'm sorry, Patrick Patterson also made all his three point or free throw attempts. And from the three-point line, shot the ball masterfully. 46.9% for 15 and 32 shooting. From the field, we shot 57% on 49 of 86 shooting. <laughs> and uh, what was really important in this one is we won the fast break battle. Uh, it was 10 to 8 in fast break points, so it didn't seem like a lot, but man... Russell Westbrook was really getting his hands on the basketball tonight. Um, he was exploding through passing lanes, uh, knocking the ball away, and starting the transition early. Um, we beat them 13-6 to in steals, and it was evident in Russell Westbrook. Like I said, he had four steals, and he was really active on the defensive end. I actually tweeted, this is the most active and the most disruptive that I've seen Russell Westbrook on the defensive end, really in his career. And what's crazy to think about it is Andre Robertson is not even on this team yet. Andre Robertson is one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. And when he's on your team locking up the best guy, it's easy for Russ and Paul to really just be a menace in the passing lanes. But Dre's not even out there yet. Just imagine what's going to happen when Dre comes out there. Um, I kind of rambled a little bit about all the players. But really, every everybody did solid. I mean, Nader got in for two minutes. He didn't do nothing. TLC came in for two minutes. Guess what? Missed a shot. <laughs> um, talked about Hami. Talked about Brenes. Talked about Schroeder. Patterson, Noel. I mean, top to bottom, the roster played really, really well. Um, I know what you're thinking. I'm missing somebody, and I'm going to get to them right now. Because the Academy Award winner for the player of the game has to go to... What does that mean? Do I get Do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a bonus? I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Maybe. Jeremy Grant, man, Jeremy Grant was ridiculous in this game. As I said, you know, he started out six of six uh, for fifteen points going into halftime. Finished the game with nine of eleven shooting, two of three from deep, twenty-two points. Um, two or three from the free throw line, four rebounds, four assists, three steals, a plus 13. I mean, Jeremy Grant was all over the floor, man. Catching lobs, hitting threes, driving in, uh, playing great defense, blocking shots, getting rebounds, just exploding in the passing lane. Like, this was one of the best Jeremy Grant games I've seen in a very long time. Um, and I was super encouraged uh, when I watched him out there. Uh, you can really tell ever since he's been inserted in the starting lineup, it's really energized him it's energized him and it's motivated him to play even harder and um, you know the best that he's really played in his career so um, hats off to Jeremy on a great game uh, it's really encouraging to see you know last night Alex Brina said 25 now Jeremy Grant at 22 points 
truly encouraging to see your role players stepping up. Because Russell Westbrook tonight, I mean, he easily could have been player of the game with 23 points, 12 assists, one turnover, and four steals. Um, he in just 26 minutes of action. So he easily could have been player of the game. He could have been player of the game last night. But it's important to note these role players really stepping up when their team needs them. Now, <laughs> did OKC need Jeremy Grant as much as they needed Alex Sabrinas last night? Probably not, but still, it's encouraging to see that go. It's encouraging to see his three falling. And uh, really happy for Jeremy. Uh, he actually played more minutes on the team than anybody else with 34 minutes. Uh, in the fourth quarter, we rested Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Steven Adams. Um, but Jeremy was actually out there running with the second unit, so uh, he was just having a grand old time out there. So, good on you, Jeremy Grant. Keep it up, brother. All right, and now we got to get into our most impressive unit. Uh, for my most impressive unit, man, I mean, it it's just got to go to the starters. Like... The starters were extremely disruptive on the defensive end, as I talked about, you know, forcing all those steals, starting with Russell Westbrook, the fearless leader, Terrence Ferguson, really, you know, chasing the ball, really chasing his guys around the screens, making it hard for them on the catch, Steven Adams being the anchor in the paint, Jeremy Grant and Paul George bothering defenders with their length. Um, it was really impressive, and it was super important for this team and for this team's ceiling, because... You know, this is a league that is trying to push offense in front of defense. And the Thunder have finally, seemingly, adjusted to playing without fouling. Um, let's see here. They, they only had 20 fouls tonight, which is about 10 under their season average. So, they're adjusting on the fly. Um, you know, they're still fouling a little bit here and there. But they're adjusting on the fly, learning how to defend without fouling. And that opens up their fast break, opens up transition. And if you can get the defenders on their heels, it opens up wide open shots. You've got Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Dennis Schroeder, who can find those shooters um, with great looks. And hopefully, like tonight, they knock down 46% of them. <laughs> I know that's not the norm, but hey, uh, I, I was really impressed with them. I think they really set the tone for this game after the Wizards came out. You know, hitting everything seemingly. Uh, they buckled down. They stayed on their man. They were disruptive. Jumping the passing lanes. And they're my most impressive unit. So, there you go. Ah, I just realized I didn't do the intro. We're supposed to be a unit! Alright, I know that was a little delayed, but it's all good. Um, but guys... With that victory, as I said earlier, it pushes us to 4-4, four four, which pushes us to 500, which was the whole mission to this week. You know, when we had our weekly, um, we talked about the possibility of building on a 1-4 and four start and these next three games, winning them out and being back at 500. Um, currently, after that victory in the West, we are... We are now tied for ninth in the Western Conference. So, we're still on the outside looking in, but um, the Thunder's playing great basketball right now. Defensively, offensively, and really they have been all year um, in terms of the looks that they've been getting, the ball movement, and you know the, the disruption of their defense. Um, what it was was our shots wasn't falling on offense. That's the main thing. 
And two, we was really struggling to adjust to the NBA's new rules. Um, we was really struggling to adjust with how to play defense without fouling. And as I said, I think we've kind of sort of started to figure that out. And if that's the case, if we can play this disruptive defense against all of our opponents, if we can continue to get in these looks, we can continue to move the ball around, Russ can continue to play off ball and create matchup problems for the other team, then we're going to be a tough out, guys. Uh, you know, I've... I'm an optimist at heart. I fully believe this team has the tools, the grit, the determination, the heart, everything it needs to win an NBA title. Obviously, you've got a lot of big, um, <laughs> you've got a lot of big hindrances ahead of you, but I believe they have all of that. They have all the tools. They have everything they need. They just have to put it all together. And um, we've seen it for four nights. Let's hope that uh, we continue to see it. But guys, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this podcast. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want you guys to follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. That leave any fee- feedback, positive or negative. Uh, hopefully positive, though, because you like me so much. Um, you could also follow me on Twitter at Thunder Chats, where I interact with the fans, um, you know, different Thunder fans, or, you know, even if you're not a Thunder fan. I'll interact with you. I'll talk to you. I'll debate with you, and we'll have a good old time. Um, you can find us at thundersintentions.com. Now it's thunderbasketball.com. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. And wherever it is that you listen, I ask that you would leave us a five-star rating. Um, you leave us a positive review that really helps us out and it makes us feel all good warm and fuzzy inside and we really appreciate you guys listening and hopefully the thunder can continue some victories so uh, these pods will continue to be a little upbeat (laughs) all right but with that being said i'm going to go ahead and sign off hope you all have a great night god bless and don't forget thunder up For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.